Spread number love all over the globe. It's the Vibe Show podcast. It's going down right now. You're rocking out with your host, Kano the Don. We have a super special guest joining us on the show today. I'm talking about this guy is killing it right now. It's flaming on the new hit show, Ambitious. The one and only Karan Riley. What's up, my brother? What's up, King? How you doing, brother? How you doing? Man, I'm doing good right now, man. And before we even jump off into this thing, I just want to just thank you for me and my team for taking time out of your super busy schedule, man, to just rock out with us for a little while, man. I really appreciate that. Man, I appreciate you guys having me, man. Anytime I can come out and fellowship with my brothers and uh, help each other, help each other grow, man. I'm all there for it, man. Absolutely, absolutely. How your day been going so far? Man, speaking of the grind, you've been putting in the grind for some years now, man. And I'm talking about, you know, you you you're like a jack of all trades, man. Like you you've done so many different things in your career up until dating, you know, dating to now. And I just think that it's amazing how how you wear so many hats and you've transitioned from so many different careers, man, and and been successful in every one of them. Now I wanna I wanna give my uh, my listeners and you got a lot of your fans um, that sent in a whole bunch of emails, man, in um, asking a bunch of questions and real excited about you coming on the show. So I wanna I wanna go back a little bit and give them a little history on you, man, because a lot of people don't know how much grind you've been putting in. It's not no overnight thing because they see you on ambitious. I mean, you've been putting in a lot of work, my brother. Oh yeah, man. We uh, any artist that's in this game, anybody who's lived longer than ten minutes on this planet, understand that man. You got to put the work in. You, you get the vision sent to you. You uh, you have to implement the plan, the strategy. And you got to believe in yourself one hundred and ten percent, man. And you mentioned the transition and doing those type of things. It, it really just came down to always having intentional, intentional plans, man. I didn't. I never floundered around. Always exactly what I was going to do, what what my target was, and I and I aimed that and I stayed focused, man. From right. NFL to to now. Man, that's that's what I'm talking about, and 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 you know. That's that. That's that inspiration. I want to go. I want to go back now and, and and give them a little history. Now you are originally from um, Detroit, Michigan. Yes, sir. Born and raised. Well, that's why I always say that's where my spaceship landed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, like back then, you know, let's 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 go back to um, let's take it back to high school, man. Yeah. Let's go back to high school. So, in high school. Your 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 vision and and your inspiration was um, sports, of course. Um, you were you were good in football, basketball, track and field. I mean, you pretty much you pretty much done it all, all states choice. But sports that was the thing at that time. Like, what was what what was like the the inspiration 
then in high school and your main focus then I'm, I'm pretty sure it wasn't acting and all of this other all the other great things that you've been doing let's talk let's let's go in that space for a while the sports space all right so we're gonna go back let's go all the way back back let's go so let's go let's do it we mentioned high school but i'll be honest with you man i wanted to be an actor before i wanted to even play sports what it goes all the way back to first grade when i was in a play come on Puss in Boots, man. I, and I had one line, man. My line was, not I, said the cat. <laughs> <laughs> and, and brother, I swear to God, man, when, when my mom and all them were screaming, like, ah, you know, the crowd went crazy for it. I was like, yeah. That was it. This is, this, this is what I'm going to be doing. This is this is my life right here. This is this is what I'm supposed to be doing right here, right? And, you know, I probably, you know, I love Michael Jackson. I love the performers. I love all, I love a stage, you know. So when I got introduced to sports, which was shortly thereafter that, you know, people started realizing, man, this guy can run and jump faster than all the other kids. He's bigger than all the other kids. Wow, he just, he just naturally gifted, right? So, right. I, you know, and growing up in Detroit, you know, early 80s, acting wasn't no, 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 no artery to get out of the, you know, out of the life, out of the city and took other things and big, bigger and better experiences. Like you said, sports at that time was the vehicle for a black man to get, kind of see another another life unless you just, you know, like music or something was in your in your pattern, something like that. But I, I wasn't musically inclined, so acting really wasn't on the forefront of Detroit, but again, sports was. Right. So I, I looked at sports just like I did anything else, man, as a performance, man. Right. Um, you know, when I was on the, on the basketball court, I was always aware of the audience. I was always aware of, of everything. You know, I was always aware of everything on the football field. Like, I always... Um, I always did things with a different kind of mindset. When, even when I was involved with sports, I was like, "Yo, I got to get ready for my next my next move." When I get done with this, I'm a, I'm gonna be an actor. I know that I'm gonna be an actor. You know, I, I studied movies the whole time I was in, in playing sports. You know, so I got a movie collection that's crazy. You know, right. Uh, so I was always kind of had a split focus. You know, I had one eye kind of watching that, and but the other, but, you know, my main focus was like you said, sports and paying the bills and scholarships and all states and all that kind of stuff but right. at the same time man, I've always had a, a goal my, my goals everything I'm doing right now is exactly what I plan to be doing man that's crazy now I, I wouldn't have even thought that you would have even said that even that far back like that you know what I'm saying like practicing. because you were so good in sports yeah I was practicing autograph in the fifth grade man, man come on I swear, man, teachers used to be like, Karan, what are you doing? And I'm like, man, I'm practicing autographs. She said, for what? I said, look, because people are going to want it one day. You know? Right. So I always knew um, that my path was a little different than everybody else's. And I, and I kind of, I, 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 I carried myself that way. You know what I'm saying? I didn't, it was easy for me to say no, not to get into the car. That I know everybody got drugs, you know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? It was easy for me to strap up for the condom. You know what I'm saying? It was right. easy for me to, to see around the corner. Because I saw the future, so I was like, "Yo, I just gotta stay, stay the course. I gotta stay working hard, and I gotta just keep pushing." Like, you know, that's, that was my that was my, my my path. Now, let me ask you this: Would you accredit that to, um, you know, because it sounds like to me that um, you come from a, a, a good foundation, you know, um, a good upbringing and a good foundation, um, which which kept you grounded. Absolutely, and I, and I always tell people, you know, they say you, you, you're so grounded. I say, yeah, because I started um, being planted in some real good, deep, rich soil. Mm -hmm. My mother mm -hmm. my mother poured into me from day one, man. She was pouring love and, and pouring into me um, the confidence, 
in myself and the self-belief in myself, which has carried me all the way up until this point. People people always quit. Like, man, you always, you always positive. You always confident. You always, you never seem worried or pressed about nothing. I say, man, when you see the future, man, what, what you pressed about, man? I know I know my future. They're sent to me. I have the utmost faith in myself and in my abilities and my work ethic. So it, 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 it's, it's just a matter of time for me. I don't even speak in terms of if or how. It's like when. When, when, I, when, I, when I'm a superhero in the Marvel Universe, it'll be doing this. When I'm doing this, it, it, I always speak it as if it's just a matter of time. Right. I like how you put that. I like how you put that. That's that's a different type of uh that's a different type of confidence right there. And a different type of covering, you know what I'm saying? Like you got that spirit on you. And that's another thing too, man. Like I've been um I've been a fan of yours for a little while now, man. And um Thank you. The thing that I always liked about you is and and, and it's this is confirmation with um having this conversation with you and you reiterating um the way that your upbringing was it it goes it kind of like kind of shows you know your personality with different interviews that you've done the way that you speak it seems like that was your persona and that's the vibe that i got and you just confirmed that that the way that you you move along in life and navigate in life with with having that confidence that covering and that that peace that inner peace oh yeah man i'm I'm, a, I'm not a religious person. I'm a spiritual person. I know it's something that's higher and bigger that's created me because I'm a bad, I'm a bad motherfucker myself. So I right. know something made me exactly how I am. You know what I'm saying? So whatever made me had to be something exceptional. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. So um, again, it all starts with self love. You know, I think if the world, um, especially us as black people, brother, if we had the kind of self love that I'm trying to show people what it looks like, what it feels like. Man, when you walk around with this kind of self love, you like man. You don't have no, you don't have no time to hate nobody because they a different color or they got like they like a different sex or they don't like shrimp or they like. Mm-hmm. So your focus is constantly on self evolution or a phrase I coined, willful evolution. It's like life is gonna force you to to evolve one or two ways either through pain and just hard times where you just got to change no matter what happened or you just stay stuck or you or you or you stay cognizant of that and you continually stay ahead of the curve right you see what i'm saying um i knew when i was in the nfl i was taking acting classes in the off season man yeah it was like i'm preparing for the next step of my evolution before i'm forced to before i got on a set Luck, you know, before I looked up and got on the set at one point because I knew early in my career I was going to get on set just based on sometimes me having a connection because of my NFL career, and I was cool with that, but this is what I was not going to do. I wasn't going to get on set and not be prepared to be on set. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because the moment you step on set, you're a professional. You have to be that. Or now you got you got one time to make a first impression. Mm-hmm. And I, I knew I had to be ready. So willful evolution. You, that, so I, I evolved myself ahead of my position in life at the time prepared for my future position you see what i'm saying so yeah I got there yeah there was no pain involved there was no embarrassment there was no hurt so now i'm i'm continuing to grow in the craft with positive energy i'm not growing in the craft through a negative experience because i, I wasn't prepared i didn't do it the right way right which is a, it's, that's the way to grow too i just prefer to grow in sunshine and, 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 and nice breezes you know what i'm saying I come on like okay dirt if i ain't got to 
Come on, now see, now, now I got Quran, now I see, now the vocals coming up now, now I'm getting, because I was going to ask you, I was like, man, like, you sound kind of low on me, now, we getting, we, we getting into it now, we getting into it, see, now, you know, you got me, you got me gassed up now, now, let me ask you this, when you did enter the National Football League, because we're not going to just downplay that now, that, that, that's big, you know what I'm saying, so when you entered the National Football League and was selected by the Bears, like yep. how how you know how was that experience and what age were you then when when you um took had that milestone? Um, I was twenty one when I got drafted. Yeah, twenty one. I just turned twenty one that August. Um, coming off of stellar career at the University of Minnesota, all-time sack leader in the University of Minnesota history, still standing 20 years later almost. Um, and I got drafted. I, I got drafted a little lower than I was supposed to go, um, according to the projections. At one point, they had me going number two after Michael Vick early in my early in my senior year. Come on. Um, which is crazy, you know. And um, um, I had the ability, man. I, I look at all the first-rounders that came out the last 15 years. Though, nobody has still had the stats that I had my senior year, right. 2001. Right. But, you know, the league was still changing. It, it, was, it was a lot of stuff happening with the league. Michael Vick hadn't got to the league yet. He actually changed the game to the point where it's as fast as it is now. Mm -hmm. Michael Vick became, he was something, as, a, as a, he was a movement in the culture of the sport. Um, I just wish he would have, you know, really pushed it to the limit and, and really flushed that whole legacy like he could have. Out. Yeah. Um, but, but, you know, that's a whole other conversation. But, when I got to the NFL, man, it was, it was another confirmation for me, man. Um, it was a huge confirmation that the blueprints that had been sent to me, they were real. Um, so that meant that the, the belief that I had in myself and the belief that I had in the higher power was real. Um, I don't believe everything that, that that's told to me about it. I've been doing a lot of research on it myself just to kind of get more clarity on that, but that's a whole other uh, podcast as well. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but to keep on track... It, it was a confirmation for me, brother, man. I, that was just like my first my first taste of the 1%. And the confirmation that 10,000 hours is, is mastery and you have to get very close to that or exceed that if you plan to get into 1%, which is playing in the NFL, NBA, Major League Baseball, National, you know, soccer, anything in the 1%. If you plan to be a doctor, a lawyer, it's 10,000 hours. So I tell my kids, I tell anybody that that's younger than me that's, that's on the grind man 10,000 hours before you just start to expect success in anything that you really that, that requires a lot of you you know so right. I knew going to be an actor I was like yo I told Terry I was like yo this is going to be a 10 year grind before I even could see if it was a good idea or not right. you know what I'm saying like um, and, and that's the faith again you gotta have, I had utmost faith in myself then I had the utmost faith in myself now and, and, and that's that, that's really my purpose is to really lead the way by showing people like yo it's real. It's not an act. I'm like this, 24/7, <laughs> on set, uh, in the house. Right. Usually, all pretty much all the time, man. And that's just because I, I, I believe in myself. I believe in my self love. I believe, I believe you take care of yourself. You gonna take care of everybody else. Now let me let me ask you this, and then we gonna uh, we gonna get off of this. Um, like, what are two what are two things that 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 you you got from the league? As far as um, let's just say something good, can can we talk about name something good that you you took away from the league and something bad that you you took away from the league? Oh uh, yeah, easy. Um, 
the best thing I got from the NFL is um, my ability to withstand things I can't control. Mm. Um, which helps you as an actor because when you walk in an audition, the only thing I can control is my preparation and being ready to go in the room. Right. I do that up to the, to my best of my ability to the tenth power. What I can't control is what they're looking for, what feel they want, what look they want. Um, I can't control those things, so those things never bog me down. If right. I don't get chose, it's, it just wasn't what it was. It's, there's nothing. You know, some actors I talk to, they're like, "Man, it's just it gets hard sometimes." I say, "Man, it only get hard if you ain't." If you, you ain't never had a job where you came to work every day and not knowing if you're going to get cut or not. That's right. the bell. And, that's the, and, that, and that piggies back right to the bad thing about the NFL. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's really unfair, the business model that, that is in the NFL. And the bad thing I learned about the NFL is, man, cash rules everything. It takes all the fun out of everything. <laughs> right. When, when money gets involved, it takes all the fun out. When I got to the NFL, it was the best part-time job I ever had, but it was the most miserable time of my life. Wow. All at the same time. Do and, and you know what? It's it's interesting that um that that you say that you know because um and, and that's another thing that I like about you, man. Like you 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 know you're real transparent, man, and 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 you always always speak the real, you know. And um, it is it, it a lot of things have have changed, you know, um, and and I kind of feel like it, it a lot of things um kind of probably been been going on that way but it's 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 a different vibe when you can speak to somebody who's actually been on the other side and not just uh somebody who's watching the game but actually played the game and went through the experiences and can and can speak on on facts um i don't even watch football no more wow i don't watch football no more none of my i got two sons my son's 17 and 18 they both play football all my jerseys that I had during my career are getting replaced by movie posters that I've done in my basement. Hmm. I'm basically complete, you know, and, and, and here's the thing. And I recently, this has recently just happened to me maybe the last few years. For the first 10 years of my acting career, I, I repressed the football thing so far down. Like, I really, I changed. I, that's why I go by Karan Joseph Riley and not just Karan Riley. Oh. I'm a football player. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? I, I understood even at that time, if I, I, I got I to create a new, a new timeline within Google in a new timeline within history to differentiate the two eras of my life. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I, I, so I was like, I'm going to bring in my whole self. But I, I knew I was going in with my whole self. Karan Joseph Riley is my whole name. So it's time to for the world to see all parts of me. You know what I'm saying? Because I really believe I have multiple parts of me that everybody does. I'm just more familiar with mine than most. Right. Man, that, that and you know, I was going to ask you about um, the full name because it is, it is, and and and, and um, it it is kind of trickling out as far as being Karan Riley. You know, it it it's starting to be more of, you know, your 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 full name, and I, I that makes sense now because I, I wondered that, and I was gonna ask you about that. Because some yeah. things say Karan Riley, which that stuff that's dealing with the football. Absolutely, you see the difference, and you see Darcy. If you put in Karan Joseph Riley, all my acting stuff. Comes yes, out. yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So, man, with 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 you know, and and that's what I'm saying. That's an amazing experience. With experiencing that after after football, okay, you done a little bit of uh, arena. You done some of that. You went over. Uh, you hey, played not, some. Not, that was the best time I had playing football as a professional. Are you serious? Yeah, 
time I made the least amount of money was still, here's the thing, I made decent money too because when I, I played the last two years in the they were still paying guys like myself and other NFL guys that would come over. They were still paying some of us, some of us big figures. You know what I'm saying? Right. So people, people now people see that on my resume. You played arena? But yeah, dog, but it wasn't the arena you was thinking. And that's why they had to go into that uh, recession and had to shut the season down for a couple of years because they just was basically operating at a loss. Oh. Yeah, that's the, the, the arena league was, it was a great league, man. It was fun. You know what I'm saying? We flew in town. We got to stay overnight, man. I was like, this is how, this is how football is supposed to be. Right, right. Um, it was fun, man. We would go to the facility. We would work out and practice from about 8 to 1 o'clock, and we was done. Man, NFL, we was in there from 6 a.m. to about 6 or 7 p.m. at night, man. It was a 12 to 14-hour day. Wow. Like, and, 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 and we spent only two to three hours of that on the field. The rest of the time, we was in meetings, weight rooms, trainers, meetings. It was crazy. So I tell people all the time, man, yeah, it looks glamorous. It looks all that, but it's, it's a, it's a billion-dollar business. And the people that's the actual product of the business, have zero power. Man. That, you know, man, it, it's so much, it's so much confirmation, man, just, just talking to you. And that's, and that's, that's what I enjoy. So after, after that, well, at what point did you decide to say, you know what, it's time to, to change up? Because even, like you said, even in the midst of, of, of playing football, you were already grooming and prepping and preparing for what you really wanted to do. At what point you said, you know what, I'm done with this. I'm doing this after, fully. After I led the preseason in sacks yet again, <laughs> the Washington Redskins, and I got cut because they ended up paying another player too much damn money for his value because they always always was caught up in these names and numbers. They never really did their homework. You got a bunch of white dudes running around who never played the sport at a high level mm -hmm. making decisions on guys. You know what I'm saying? Like I used to have, I used to have a problem with coaches who never played. You're going to try to tell me how to turn a corner running a 4-5. Right. You, you, you have no concept of this. That it, it, that that'll be like a, a, a Prius telling a Corvette what speed is. You know <laughs> right. what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't, you can't, you can't coach what you don't know. And I've always said that. I don't, I don't, I would never teach an acting class until I was at least twenty years into the craft. Mm -hmm. That's just my, that's just how I am. Right. Like I haven't, I haven't given enough to the craft to even remotely say to somebody, I can give you something back. Literally, to, to, you know what I'm saying? Because it's, it's so much to learn. Right. Right. You know, and, and as a player, you, I mean, I always look down on coaches. And that was probably why I only played five years in the league. <laughs> I would, I would never bow down. And, I, and, I, and that's the one thing I do have pride about being in the NFL. Like my career didn't go nowhere near like I planned it to go as far as I got there. But in looking back on it, it went just as I planned it because I really went fully committed, like I wanted, like I should have been. And I was a committed son of a gun. Like I didn't, I wasn't, I never missed workout. I was, I was on point. Right. I know I didn't have that. That passion for the game that that most guys that 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 gets that upper echelon in that game get to, you know what I'm saying? But again, I'm out of the game. My body is relatively all right. My head is fine. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's it's a trade off, man. You know. Let me ask you this. Go all in. Yep. Do you feel like? See, see the type of mentality that 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 you went into it with. You didn't really go into it with, yo, like, this all I have. You know what I'm saying? Like, you was in there like, you know what I'm saying? You, you, yeah. Like, this is the first chapter of this book. Like, I got a lot of chapters coming. So yeah. Like, you know, yeah, you're right. Um, you know, that's, and I think I, I got to give credit to my parents for that, man. Like, 
they 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 made sure that we were all well rounded, man. I had to read like three or four books a summer. I had to keep a three point five to play in sports in high school. Like you know the the, the grade point average was two point Right. I had to have a three point What? Man, hey, shout man, out to I'm your sure. parents, man. Yeah, man. They put standards in me, bro. That at the time. You know, I didn't think it was fair at the time, but you know, I, I answered the bell because that's what I do. You know, right. I was like, all right, well, I get it. You pay for the, you pay for food, you take care of my clothes, so I'm gonna go ahead and get in line, do what I'm supposed to do. My job is to keep these grades right, stay out of trouble, do everything I'm supposed to do. That's it. And that's all I gotta do to, to, to live the life that you guys I know are busting y'all butt to give me. Then I, that's what I gotta do. Right, man. Shout out to your parents, man. You know what I'm saying? Shout Absolutely. out to them, man. Away six years ago, but God rest her soul. God rest her soul. She wanted to always, she always wanted to be an actress too, man. That was part of me. Really? Yeah, man. My mom wanted to be an actress growing up, man. Um, but she grew up again. You know, we only, all of us, only four generations removed from slavery. So, you know, my mom and then we're a little closer to, you know, where things were a little harder for, for, for us in this country, and it just wasn't a realistic goal at the time. You know, she didn't see a lot of her on TV like that. Right. You know, we had some trailblazers like Lena Horne and. Josephine Baker and all that for her to look at, but man, when she see Josephine Baker on TV, she might go outside and get called a nigga for real, like right. real. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. She grew up in Knoxville, Tennessee, so um, and she, you know, she grew up with a different kind of perspective on it all as well. So a lot of her dreams have been, you know, just she just put someone onto the side and focused on raising a family and being and being a teacher. She 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 um she left here as an educator. She touched a lot of children's hearts and she changed a lot of people's lives that way. And that's what all art is, man. You know, as an artist, you know, people watching, you know, that's, that's my job is to be able to, you know, maybe show a story that maybe change your life, maybe make you inspired to do something bigger and better with yourself. And that's what all of us here for, man. We all here to serve each other right. in one shape, shape, one shape, fashion, or form. You know, with, with with that being said, let me ask you this. Why... Why do you think that, um, because if you really, really, uh, if you really think about it, you know, can, can, can you imagine, I mean, like if you really step back and you really look at it, and I know that you know this, if you really step back and you look at it, like we, we, we're involved in every element of everything involved in entertainment, whether it's sports, movies, uh, whatever, can you imagine, like, if 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 we all just grasp that we're concept? The we're the source. Yes. Yes. The source. And, the moment, and the moment we wake up and realize we're the source, the whole world changes. Right. Period. But I think, I think you know, it's, had, it's a lot of us that want it. It's a lot of us that are afraid of it. It's a lot of us who, who are comfortable where they're at, with where they're at, with what they got. Because, you know, we got a lot of successful uh, suckers, man. My, my goal is really to get to the point where I can get into those rooms and, and shake some of those guys awake, you know what I'm saying? Like, right. hey, 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 yeah, I'm, I'm that young guy that everybody's been talking about. Yeah, that's me. Um, I'm going to talk to you guys about um, pulling, our, pulling our stuff together and putting putting ourselves back together like we're supposed to. Right. You know, like, why, why we don't, why us as black people don't have more Tyler Perry's? Like, why we don't have more film studios that's black-owned, black-operated? Why right. we don't have an air, airline by now? Right, right, why right. We why, we, why we don't own grocery stores, hospitals? You see, but there's, there's been pockets of time in our history that we have owned almost all those things, you know, minus air, 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 airlines. Um, but, you know, you got Black Wall Street that was torched. And yeah. You had all that on Black Wall Street. Yeah. Um, you had... You know, a bunch of other different pockets of society at different times where black people were driving. And every time you seem like you're driving, I know. Down exactly. 
Exactly. Let me let me let me ask you this, man. Like, why do you like from? I, I want your perspective on it. Like, why do you think? Do, uh, do you think that it, it it's a part of the a part of the program of programming the culture a certain type of way to where you put certain gatekeepers in position that can be controlled that can control the masses of of uh, i mean the the majority of of the people oh absolutely i mean <laughs> the same rules apply um that applies when they had slavery man mm-hmm. kanye west said that statement about 30 slaves on plantation and five people on there to watch him you know that included the master the, the, the wife maybe two kids and a couple overseers right how do you keep 30 slaves that's just not overtaking it the same way they did it now you, you you got you still got we still got house niggas we still got people that um still would take the money and and, and make the crazy rap songs that's, that's talking pure you know just talking pure negativity into the into the atmosphere right um, you, you got artists that won't stand on anything at all just just continue to create just crazy things that hurt the culture you know mm-hmm. or not say anything at all you know sometimes not saying anything at all is almost worse than doing some damage you know at least right you, you right i agree with damage you damage is doing something so it, it's a lot still like going on but i, I do feel a movement in, in in our within our people that's that's starting to shake a little bit, man. I, and I'm hoping that it's just, that I, my my senses aren't betraying me, and that what I'm feeling is real. Because I mean, I gotta tell you, man, we, it's, it's something moving in the, in the culture, man. We just gotta stay focused and keep our eyes wide open, man. Stop really paying attention, man. We gotta stop paying attention to all the distractions, man. They don't need distractions, that. Right. Yeah, I, and you know, social media. Um, it's, 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 I don't, I don't, I don't know, man. It's, it's, it's like a gift and a curse. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But I, th- most distractions are. <laughs> yeah. Dude, you got the chick walking down the street naked. That's a different curse. <laughs> you look, you're going to see the naked chick. That's a gift. But then the curse, you took your eyes off the road and you're about to rear end somebody. Yeah. 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 It's like that. You know, it's like that. Definitely. Man. I, I tell you what, I, I knew this, I knew this interview was going to be amazing man because you're so woke out here my brother but i want to um okay so let's 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 dip into to the um to 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 your career your acting career let's let's talk about now i want to ask you too were you and were you and um your wife married then when you came out of the league or we were basically i was basically starting my transition we met on a play okay um, she was in the play. I was not in the play, but I was working with Tank, and he was in the play. And I was like, okay, let me get on the road and start seeing this world and kind of start absorbing it and trying to, you know, learn as much as I can kind of in that environment. Right. And um, and make some money, you know, working with, and working with my brother Tank. You know, Tank is one of my dearest friends, so um, his career was still climbing and growing, and he was on my brother's label at the time. So it was an opportunity for me to kind of, you know, trying to find myself really at that point because I was, I had made the decision I was done with football at that point. You know? Right. Um, so I thought, and then I met Terry on that play. and uh, Terry J. Vaughn, bro, when I, I did yeah. not even know that you were met. Man, I love her, man. Like, she is so, so talented, man. 
And I was like, cause I'm like, yo, I'm already like, yo, Quran, like, man, it went down. We got him, man. I'm like, it's gonna be a dope interview. And then I'm, you know, I'm doing my research, doing my homework and stuff. And then I'm like, yo, wait a minute. I'm like, no, man, come on. Two of my favorite people are married like this. Yo, I've been under a rock, man. Like, yo, what's up? That's dope, man. Because she is so down to earth and so cool. You are, it's like nothing but good energy. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, man. We try to foster that, man. We try to really um, work on that just as, a, as a couple and as, as separate entities as well. You know, we both have different things we, we see in our dreams. And, you know, we just try to be there to support each other as much as we can, raise these kids and, and, and try to download as much information to them that they don't have to do nearly as, struggle nearly as much as we did. And, right. And just continue pushing the legacy, man. Whatever I leave off with this, with my legacy here on this planet, you know, my kids are supposed to carry that on. And keep the lessons I started in, in, in the family line. So when I jump back into my into one of the bodies that I left here on earth, mm -hmm. I'm coming back until I get this thing figured out. And uh, you know that's what we do for. Man, that's 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 absolutely dope, man. Like, really, it really is. Now, you you, what was the first thing? Like, okay, after okay, after we're done with football. You're transitioning into your acting career. Um, what was the first big gig for you? Man, every gig was big for me at that time, brother. Right. Um, Tyler Perry, man, I booked Meet the Browns, um, which was nerve-wracking. Um, of my first three auditions I went out for, I booked two out of three, man. I did Stumpy Yard 2 as an extra, like a featured extra. Will Packer, that's my um, bestie met Will Packer around that same time. And, uh, you know, he gave me a good compliment, man. He said, man, your audition is good. It's really raw. You know what I'm saying? But, yeah, you, you know, you show some good stuff in it. But, you know, we're going to go with David Banner for the part, but we want you to play his main guy. Right. We should make the feature extra. We give you a lot of face time, and, you know, you, you'll get a good look throughout the movie. And I'm like, oh, man, Will, it's, I'm cool, man. I'm, I'm so excited because I, I don't need no other time if I was going to really better contain no words and do all that in front of her in a real movie. Yeah. Because um, I, I just butchered my Meet the Brown line um, not too long before that. <laughs> <laughs> it was in a scene with my wife. Kim Fields is directing me. Tyler Perry is in the... I mean, it's, you know, this is my first gig, brother. I'm tripping out, right? Are you serious? I'm, I'm, oh, man, I'm bugging out, bro. I'm, I'm standing there waiting for my cue. My knees are shaking. What? Not you, man. Man, ice cold. I was shaking like a mug, bro. So I get on there, my line... I never forget the line. You, they always say you never forget your first line that you get paid to say. My first line that I got paid to say was, excuse me, I have a liver for you. Now... I, I, that was pretty good. That was pretty good. It was, you know, I, I didn't really get, I gave you some surface stuff. There wasn't nothing behind it, but that line when I said it was terrible. <laughs> like, and, I, and, and every time I see, and every time I see Kim, I always tell her thank you because she, that day she could have destroyed my, my, my whole career by right. telling me the truth, but she lied to me. She said, you, oh my God, that was brilliant. Are you serious? Oh, my God, yeah. She's like, oh, my God, that was brilliant. Shout out and to I, Kim, man, for that. Man, that's I, big, man. Man, hey, dude, and I tell you, I swear to God, every time I see Kim, I'm like, thank you, sister, because I swear to God, this, I, I might not even be standing here. Um, And, yeah, and, and, and her, you know, she at that moment, man, it's like, yo, she poured life into me when she could have basically ended me, and, 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 and that carried me on, man. That kept me working hard. It kept me focused. It kept me... Um, you know, working hard. And then, my, you know, one of my acting coaches, one of my first acting coaches, Tasha Smith, man, 
poured into me, bro. She told me at the very beginning, she's like, man, your ceiling is so high. It's like, you don't know how far you can go in this game if you stay focused and work hard as you did in football. Like, she's like, you got it. I was like, what? I was like, word? Right. Then my new acting coach, man, Sarah Monell, who I'm working with now currently, um, she's spoken to me, bro. And, and that's why I'm, that's why I try to even get more intentional in my in my positive, in, in my life I get the people. Like, when I meet somebody at just an initial meeting, I'm trying to, either I'm thinking something positive for you, praying for you in my head, or I might even say it to you. You know, right. depending on how, how it comes out, how it feels, you know? Um, because I know what that does to a spirit because I've had a, I've had a key group of people in my life at different times in my life pour the right fuel into my spirit and it ignites me, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, right. regret, I swear when I found Sarah Monell, I was, I was confused as an actor. You know, I, I had worked a lot, I had been doing a lot, but I still was not cracking into that next, you know, series regular, you know, you know, ambition, saints and sinners. I wasn't getting those kind of roles yet, you know what I'm saying? Right. I, I felt like I needed, I was ready for them, but I just wasn't getting them yet because I was still, I was kind of confused as an actor. And um, Sarah cleared it up for me, man. She spoke life to me. She said, you know, you could be the next interest. You, you, you got that kind of, you got that kind of power and charisma. You could be that guy. Wow. I said, what? <laughs> and when she said it to me, I mean, she said it to me, this is how I know, you know, the universe sends you uh, confirmations along the way when you're on your journey that you got to pay attention to. And you know why? When she said it to me, my spirit shook. Hmm. It, 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 it was like a nervousness. The nervousness washed over me, but then it, but then it was a, a feeling of just, oh, shit. And you kind of start breathing a little heavy a little bit, and then you're like, okay. And then at, at that very moment, you got to decide. Right. Do I go towards that, or do I go away from that? You know what I'm saying? We've yeah. all had that feeling. You know what I'm saying? If yeah. we all just really be honest with ourselves and search our spirit, we know when we have those moments. And that's what I've really been focusing on, man, knowing and recognizing those moments. When I get that spirit shake, hey, okay, decision time, decision time. Mm -hmm. You know, and that decision is what changes your whole path, man, sometimes, bro. It's like everything is a decision, man. Everything. Everything is a decision, man. My, one of my dearest friends, David Banner, told me something recently. He said, man, the difference between a man and a boy is a man can live with every decision he makes. Wow. And that is so real. So real, dog. Whatever you do, you just got to be able to, you got to be able to be on it. I don't, I don't, I don't keep, I don't give a damn what you decide to do. If you decide to do it, and whatever come from it, good, bad, or in between, you got to be able to own it. And I guarantee you, if you own it, the world going to be cool with it anyway, because they, because your truth is there. This is just the truth. It is what it is. Right, because people, because people, man, people like real stuff. You got a lot of people that, that, that like all that fake stuff or whatever, but man, like, people really embrace the real. Even when you, even when you're bumping your head and making mistakes, you know what I'm saying? You're being yourself like and you're being authentic. The fake stuff is the shiny stuff. That's the first thing that makes you kind of look, you know what I'm saying? That's right. the lure. Right. Um, that's why I keep a haircut. That's why I work out. That's why I stay in shape. You know what I'm saying? I'm yeah. Like, I understand. I have to have a I have to have a shine on me to get you to look initially. But see, here's the trick between me and versus somebody else. I have the shine and the substance. So now when you look, I'm gonna pull you in with truth. Mm -hmm. Now you're gonna start to gravitate towards that because all of us want that truth in us. You know what I'm saying? We all want that truth. Right. No matter how. How bad we, not, how, how dark we are in our own spirits and don't even know that about ourselves, but that's the reason why there's celebrities, there's a reason why there's actors, there's, there's athletes, there's people that have thousands of people, millions of people that go to stadiums and fill them up every weekend is because everybody on that field is, are, are living a little bit closer to their truth 
versus the people that are living in the stands. And I'm not saying the people in the stands are bad people because it's just, it's, we all need everybody to balance the world out. Right. The people in the stands, some of them people are, it's like reading Alchemist. Some people go through their whole life and never find their personal destiny. You know what I'm saying? I think that's a shame. Right. Right. It, 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 it really, really is. It really is, man. Because we live in such a fear-based society. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They try to keep everybody afraid. They try to keep they try to keep everybody afraid to keep everybody under control. They do that with, with religion and media and all this other stuff that we do. You know what I'm saying? Right. Let me ask you this. Um, with, with being in the entertainment business... Um, and I, I really, I really love your intellect, man. Like I, I could, I could literally talk to you all day. You know what I'm saying? Because like, you, you, you have authentic conversation. I want to ask you, um, from a, I want the like an inside perspective on what you think. I mean, like how you feel overall. Um, and and you can answer this, or you could choose to not answer this. But I just, I just would like to know, like. Um, because I mean, you are still in the business, you know, and I just want to know um, your your take on the entertainment business as a whole. Um, I think it's um, I think it's it's connected to everything that's happening in, in the world as we see in it, how it is. I think it's a mirror mm -hmm. to the world we live in. It, man, you got the Me Too movement that's moving with. It. Women finally getting the, the, the kind of the love they should they should should have been getting. Right. Um, you know, the entertainment world is going to be the leader in the forefront of that as far as that goes. Now you're gonna start seeing like you like you got the, the squad in Congress. You know, you got mm -hmm. women. So many a couple years ago with Hillary Clinton running, now it's four or five women running from there. I mean, president. right. So you know, the entertainment world is, is, is always what it's been, it's what it's meant to be, and it's basically a mirror for society. And that's why I really hope we continue to flush it out and really continue to get honest with each other and have these honest conversations so we can get back to really sharing the real honest stories because now it's getting to that point where people are just so scared to make a false step now mm -hmm. on certain things that some of the creativity is being lost and some of the, some of the real stories are not being told because everybody's so scared to offend somebody right now. We right. Should, we should be looking to offend somebody and get some people moving in the opposite direction of where, you know, we, we this world kind of feel like it's going in a way, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's why I really feel like the entertainment industry is it's just really the pendulum for everybody, man. If we, we can kind of make this thing go left or right depending on how we kind of, kind of, kind of move. At one point, I used to always say it was an athlete, but man... I don't know. I, I think if I'll take somebody that was an ex-athlete that crossed over to this world, it's going to better go back and pull them all back. I ain't <laughs> right. It's going to be me, but uh, <laughs> maybe, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I, I haven't got the confirmation on that vision yet, but it's been it's been some, some bleeding of that into me. Right, right. I feel you on that, man. I, I appreciate that too, man. Before we dive into um, let, um, the the one of the hottest shows out right now, I want to um, take time out, man, to um, let you get some shout outs, man. To anybody you want to give shout outs to your family, friends, fans, uh, your staff, anybody you want to shout out right now, man. Let's let's just take that time to yeah, just man. show some love. That's, that's, yeah, man. That's what's up, man. Um, we never really get the chance to say thank you to everybody who. You know, help us along this journey, man. I, you know, I got to start just on the professional side of it, man. I want to you know, thank my agents over at AMP, uh, you know, my management team, Burke Management, Victor and Van Burke, um, 
by my publicist, Janelle Forbes. She just came on board maybe six months ago, and that's a hell of a story that one day we'll tell. Oh, yeah. Thank God when we come back. Um, what else? Uh, uh, Sarah Monell, my, my acting coach. Now, she's, uh, I'm going to have to give her a lot of, lot of credit for just my, my, um, my, my level up. You know, she helped me level up a little bit. Right. But then myself, it kind of gave me a reminder of who I am. Um, of course, my wife, man, you can't, I can't forget. You know, of course, I, we don't want to get our head knocked off. Exactly. Come on, Kay. Yeah, but, you know, just be, be real, man. One of the best teammates I ever played with in this life. Um, you know, I got to thank my kids for my, my motivation. Um, you know, they're, they're the ones I experiment all this stuff on with. So right. they, they, they're the ones who I'm really doing it all for. Absolutely. Sure, you know, let their dad see, let them see that their dad was somebody that was trying to make a difference in the world. Um, again, my parents, my dad, my dad's still with me, and he's you know, been a huge help on this journey. He will help me with the kids, and just being that springboard on things, man, man up all things man. Um, you know, all my, all, my, all, my, all my adopted brothers in this game, you know, I got Keith and, yeah. and Eric over there at Swirl Films. I, can't, I can never get anything. I can never do an interview without thinking those guys because, man, they helped me build my career and they continue to help me build my career with projects and believing in my craft and my work. Um, man, this is the first time I've ever had to do this. This is, this is dope, man. Absolutely. Write these down. That's um, the vibe show, baby. That's I'm telling you. This, yeah. this is different, man. This is authentic. It's yeah. real. Yeah, this is real. I love this, man. I appreciate it, man. All my basketball coaches, football coaches have poured into me, man, who taught me life lessons that I carry with me to, to this day. Um, you know, everybody, man, everybody. If I, if I forget you right now, it's because you can put me on the spot on this one. This is a good one. Right. I'm at to think about this one, but I appreciate this, man. Um, definitely. Thank you. I thank you. I thank you for, for, for you following your dreams because you following your dreams has allowed me to continue to live my dreams, man. So we doing Absolutely. That. So thank you, brother. Thank you for being your authentic self, man. Man, uh, it's 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 just it's just people that. Oh, oh, you know I can't. I, I'll be remiss. Will Packer, Jamie Giddens. Exactly, man. Come on now. Producers, um, on TV. Oprah. Remember, man. And we also, I can't, you know, I can't, I can't get off this thing and not mention my other my other TV family, Saints and Sinners, man, over at Bounce TV, man. That's right. They have they have been exceptionally good to me this year, man. Connected to Swirl Films, one of the producers, Bounce TV, Elizabeth, uh, Courtney, Russ Parr, directors, and all the cast members of both of these shows that I got to play with this year. And I thank every one of those spirits for their work and their dedication for all this, man, because it's all beautiful um, paintings that we've created, and, and it's going to last the test. Of, it's going to stand the test of time, I know. Absolutely. I mean, because, <laughs> man... I'm just, to sit here and just listen to to everything, you know, how humble you are, man. And and oh, but oh, seeing oh, you on oh, film, you're not gonna be that word. You're not gonna be that word. I need you. We gonna look up humble. We, oh, you you don't went there. You didn't went there. <laughs> look, up while we, look up humble while we talking before we go off the line, and we gonna talk about humble. And we gonna come back and do another show. But okay, on. okay. We Break, just put a put a put a put a pen in that one. Hold up, I'm about to I'm about to look that up right now. But no, no, keep going. You you doing good. My bad. I ain't okay. Stop, okay. I had to stop okay. 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 I always said when somebody hit me with that word, I gotta stop. Okay. We 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 definitely gonna do another. Uh, we you definitely coming back on the platform. Like this is you, you you family now, so we got a lot of stuff to talk about. Absolutely. We got a lot of stuff. I mean, you know what I'm saying you put me on some stuff now. Yes, you put me on some stuff. Time, I wanna um. Uh, I want to, uh, this, this is, this is definitely a good one, man. I'm really enjoying myself, man. We got some loyal, uh, let me, uh, shout out to, uh, Janelle, 
Janelle M. Forbes, man. She always showing love and support, man. I don't hear you. You the star. She said you the star of something. I know. I know. Let's talk about Roderick, man. Because I got, I'm serious, man. Roderick, Roderick own it. But Roderick be really making me mad, though, man. Like, I'm telling you, man. He be making me mad because I'm like, man, you, you, you can't be falling for the okie doke now. He own the sub now. He ain't crazy. Yeah, he ain't crazy. He ain't on something, man. Robert Roderick is a hopeless romantic, man. You know what I'm saying? He, he, he loves the idea of love, you know? Uh-huh. Uh, so, so that's what he fights for, you know? He's an ex-athlete like myself. You know, Roderick is very close and dear to my heart. Um, I can totally see myself in that situation really try to figure out, like, man, is this girl really doing it? Because part of it is disbelief. Yeah. Because Roderick ain't never had no bad luck with women. So right. this is part, this is kind of a thing. It's almost, it's almost he's a, a masochist. Well, what's that masochist? Mas masochist. Mm -hmm. you, where you put yourself in pain on purpose just yeah. to try to see if it's real. Yeah. So I think Roger is that kind of guy where he's like, well, this, this ain't, are you really tripping right now? Are you, are you, is it really a decision from yeah. me versus him? Like, you know what I'm saying? An athlete's ego, is, it has no bounds. Right. So for Roger, this is a this is a real experience for him where he's like, yo, is this what being a mortal person feels like? I'm not playing no more. Yeah. So is this, so this is what happens with this is how girls do me now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, you know, I dig he, that. He's trying to yeah. He, the game is changing for Roger, so now he just got to figure out. Now he got to be a little bit more crafty with his game, a little bit more, you know, understated. He's, he's learning. He's picking up some things. It's, it's a rumor he might be coming back next season, and we haven't. You know, I don't know about we got it next season yet, but if God willing, we do. Hopefully, Roger can come back. Man, they got to bring my dog back. Man, they got to. Man, oh, yeah. I'm gonna oh, have yeah. I'm, I'm gonna have a problem with that, man. For real, man. My problem with that. Black people will hopefully. But look, but I mean, now uh, he, he, I mean, er, er, Erica Page character, man, like she is, she is tough now. So I kind of see. Yeah, she's a beast, man. She's a beast she's now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's like, you know, I kind of see why, I kind of see why Rodney tripping out a little bit too now. You know what I'm saying? But she, saying, but, like but that wild Mustang. He know if he can tame her, he got, he got, a, he got, a, he got, a, he got him something if he can tame her. Uh -huh. that, 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 that's that there too. You know what I'm saying? She's a challenge for him. Right. Athletes are the women falling over their feet. The first woman who don't fall over their feet usually be, be, usually be the one they marry. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yes. The one who don't trip on them is be the one they usually marry. So, you know, Eric, Eric, uh, you know, Erica's character, Bella, she represents that to Roger. So that's why he's fighting so hard for that. And he, you know, he's. Again, he's a hopeless romantic, so he loves a good story about how the love happens, you know? Yeah. But, you know? Yeah. You know what, man? I, I had hit you up in the DM, man, when I was watching that episode, man, when they had jumped you, man. I was like, <laughs> yo, I, I, I was like, I hit you the DM. Oh, yeah. I was like, man, I'm on my way, man. I'm on my way, man. They're doing my dog bad, man. They're doing it bad. They're jumping them. They're getting them jumped and... I'm like, man, come on, man, come on, y'all. Oh, my man. boy, Detroit was like, at least they, at least they did it with more than one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause he, he, nah, he, he, but he definitely bought that now. He definitely bought that. But I was like, man, come on, man, come on, man. Is Roger gonna win, man? Like, you know what I'm saying? Is he gonna win, man? I think, I think at the end of this whole thing, we, you know, this, I think, this, I think that bitch is gonna be around for a while. So I think it's gonna be an interesting story for Roger. You gonna see. You know, I'm looking forward, man. Jamie Giddens and, and his writing team are incredible, man. And oh, man. The stuff, they was, the stuff they was coming with, and I'm sad, man. The stuff, you know, the whole team, man. Ben Barker, our, our script supervisor, Diane Ash. Yeah. Um, our line, our, our basically our associate line producer, she ran the whole show day to day. I mean, it was, 
it was a well-oiled machine, bro. Like, as, so as an actor, all we really had to do was come to work and really play, bro. It was no, nothing external got to us, which right. was a testament to production, um, a testament to the writers. I mean, if it was something that was changing, it didn't even feel like it was changed. It just kind of slipped on you real nice and smooth. Yeah. And, I mean, it was a, it was one of the best experiences I had as, as, as an actor. Everybody, you know what, man? The show, I feel like, is so refreshing. Everybody on the show is amazing talent. When I say amazing talent, I mean amazing talent. And it's definitely one of them shows that's definitely going to have some life, man. I'm telling you right now, the show is just absolutely amazing. And you, your character, and all of the rest of the talent that's on set, man, you guys are doing a phenomenal, phenomenal job. The script and everything is so on point to the point to it, it definitely it's definitely written to draw emotion because man I'm telling you when I'm watching it it's like you, you you arguing with the TV you're definitely drawing emotion and I think that that's amazing man it's old school great TV man yes it's, it's the TV that you know I think we all about the same age we, when we was younger you know you had Dallas you had mm -hmm. That's right. You had those classics that your mama, no matter what was going on in your life, you could have just the lights could have just got turned off. She gonna find a way to get power. Right. She can see. <laughs> That's Our right. Dallas and all those shows back in the day. And Jamie is, you know, he's like a um, historian when it comes to soap operas. So he is taking all his knowledge of soap operas and his history and the, and the feel good feeling of, of TV and soap operas. What he used to do for people, and now he's starting to do it again for people. Right. Giving you something to look forward to. And I'm right. in the time and the way the country is and everything is going on in the country with all the distractions, that's what we call those things <laughs> you know, for, as, as a better term. Um, all the distractions that happen, it, it gives us something to escape to, it gives us something to look forward to. And that's, that's just, it's just guilty fun, you know, it's, it's, it's cool. It's right. Just, nobody's getting hurt. And, and like you said, the, the cast, the talented all get out, man. How what about Robin Gibbons, man? Like, oh my like, God, tell me man. You shouldn't go down in history now as one of the one of the best. I'm so, you know what, man? I'm, I'm, I don't know what happened, but I'm so, I'm so glad they, they, they let Robin back in, man. Like, I'm just glad, man, because she's always been dynamic, man. Always been dynamic, a hell of a talent, pure organic talent, man. And when I seen her, I was like, you know what? This is going to be amazing. Whatever role she's playing, you know, this is when the, the ads were coming out and they were promoting it. And I was like, whatever she's, whatever she does, it's going to be amazing. And, and this is going to be a major, major comeback. And, and, and I mean, she's killing it, man. Yes. Yes. Her and Brian, you know, they, they're, they're, they're the basic top two. And they led this thing like, like the veterans they are, man. You know, I learned a lot from both of them, just watching them on set, watching them. Right. Read, just watching them move, man. You, you know, if, you, if you're trying to chase greatness like I'm chasing, you you, you got to take a little bit from everybody that's great around you. So, right. Um, that's my motto, man. I get you. You, got, you. you do something great. Look up, I'll be doing the great next. Oh, yeah. You're already doing it. We already claimed that already. You're already doing it already, man. Absolutely, Kane. Yep. I want to, um, let's, let's put, man... You already know you're gonna have to come back. You, matter of fact, I'm I'm saying this right now, now, man. You are you are uh, uh, in, in, inducted into the uh, the Vibe Show family, and you you're gonna be able to come back on here anytime you want to, man. We just need to chop it up. 
I'm in the Vibe Show Family Hall of Fame. That's right. I'm yeah. talking about you got all access, I'm, man. I'm the first inductee of the Hall of Fame. We're going to start the Hall of Fame today. Exactly. And I'm talking about, man, you're going to have to come back on this thing where we just going to have to just have all the Chop It Up sessions because it's a lot of stuff to talk about, man. A and, lot. And, and that's how we, you know, and you know what, and that's how we get, get, to, get to some answers and some solutions, bro. We got you can't, you can't heal it if you don't ever reveal it. You know? Right. The only, time an elephant, the only time an elephant in the room can sit on you when you don't acknowledge the elephants in the room. Exactly. You know? Exactly. You know, what I, people, a lot of elements in the room we got to look at. This what I want. This what this what I And look, man, while we on here too, you 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 tell you you tell your wife, man, stop acting like that cuz I know she I I reached out to her before I even reached out to you. She a veteran, man. Tell her don't act like that, man. And come on the vibe show, man. Man, Terry, she is on eight million things. She producing, directing. I already so, know. Man, I, man, we like two shits past the night ourselves, man. She, <laughs> she, she, she in the air right now. She in the air right now, bro. What? Yeah, she just she just leading the pack, bro. She just that she you know she twenty some years into the game, so her her schedule is a lot fuller than mine. Yeah. And um and and, and I'm, I'm 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 that guy who talks to everybody. Like, I if, got if, you. If, if, like we. Yeah, I'm, I'm at the grocery store. I know all the people at Costco. You know, I'm, I'm that guy. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I love people. I love talking to people. I love laughing and kicking it. Every time I meet somebody, I'm, I'm going to learn something. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to learn something new. So, I'm going to get Terry on this show. I'm telling you that right now. I'm going to get her, bro. I'm, I'm going to find out. I'm going to get her agent, uh, her agent information. I'm not stopping. I'm, I'm going to have all the... Le My show is going to go. I'm going to have all of the legends on this show. They're going to be say what well, they can't say nothing else. You know what man, the vibe show had all the greats on there, man. You spoke a matter of time. That's it. Everybody I'm a fan of, I, I I get them. God bless me, man. I have a covering over this show, man. I I get them, man. I want to look. I want to put your social platforms out there in ways that people can connect with you and right. and, and and stay connected with you, my brother. Let's let's put those platforms out there. Yeah. Simple man, Karan Joseph Riley on Instagram, Karan J Riley on Twitter, Karan Joseph Riley on Facebook, um, Karan Joseph Riley on Google, Karan Joseph Riley on uh, <laughs> wherever you want to look for me, just put in the KJI baby and I'm going to pop up where you are. Ooh, you like that? I love it. I love it. Now look, what what can we what can we expect um, as far as new projects and, and, and things that you have uh, coming up, cause we like surprises, but we would like to get like a little sample of. Yeah. You can put a sample no doubt, out there no now. No doubt. If you haven't already been on Saints and Sinners, switch on over now, cause Roderick is taking a hiatus on ambitions. But keep on watching ambitions, cause it's gonna get crazy for the rest of the season. But switch over to find me on Saints and Sinners on Sunday, 9 p.m. on Bounce TV for the next six, seven weeks there. I'm about to finish the season out over season out over there. I'm about to go in preparation for a play. I'm gonna do this for, uh, September. Um, it's gonna be um, in the in the in the lighting of um, Magic Mike a little bit. I'm yeah. Gonna play a, a stripper, man. It's gonna be a it's gonna be a different role for me, as you mentioned earlier. Wait a minute, hold, hold, okay, hold up. What what you said? You, uh, rewind that, but you I'm said you're gonna play a what? A male stripper, a male stripper man. It's, it's gonna be a, it's a, it's, a, it's it's a real it's you know it's a male stripper, but it's really a, it's a really a spiritual story of redemption. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So more like a a, a a male stripper like that's that's trying to get out the life. Yeah, he finds his whole yeah everything. Yeah, he finds his he finds his 
spiritual dive through like three women in his life, and they basically all serve a different purpose to bring him all the way back around to us. Oh, that's gonna be dope. Yeah, it's a really good book, man. He's a, um, I met the writer of the book. He, he had performed this play a years ago, and he's like, man, I need you. He's working with the Sherrod Rutland is his name. Sherrod Rutland, he has a book out, Confessions of a Male Strip. Something like that's one of those the book name titles. I've, I've already started reading it, but I'm getting ready for the play in September. We're going to start rehearsing, so that should be coming to a city near you soon. Next top, you know, top of the year, a little bit coming in. Right. Um, writing, got, got scripts coming, and um, a couple movies I think that's on deck that, that um, that's, that's coming to part two. I think they're doing coins for Christmas. Not K. Last summer. Okay, pause right there. Look, we're running into our 60 minutes. Just stay on the line. Stay on the line. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Right. It's the Vibe Show, and we're back on right now with my brother, the one and only Karan Joseph Riley. It's going down right now on the Vibe Show. Karan, we back on, man. Let's get back into it. All right, brother. So, yeah, man, that was just pretty much it. I mean, I got that coming. I'm constantly um, working. I'm I'm working with the Sickle Cell uh, Foundation of Georgia now. Uh, starting to get that initiative pushed a little harder and starting to get more um, visible on that platform to um, start eradicating sickle cell in our black community. Right. Um, I believe that you can, you can basically get rid of that disease by communication and education in our community. You know, basically knowing what your sickle cell status is, either you're a carrier or you have the trait. And then at that point, you communicate with your partners. Do you have the trait? Do you have sickle cell? Because if I'm a trait carrier, then I know I can't marry another trait carrier because then my children will probably have sickle cell. Right, and right. Continue. So it's something that's very, very containable, very, um, um, very easy to try to get rid of, you know, in a couple generations if we just do our, do our due diligence. Man, that's amazing. And look, <clears throat> anytime... Um, we need to promote anything or try to get some stuff out there, some information or whatever, man. Just um, we need to connect on that, so I can uh, funnel that through my uh, my yeah. platform as well. Yeah, man, absolutely, man. I appreciate the love for that too, bro. Absolutely, man. That's that's what we do, man. We real over here, man. We 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 authentic and we about connecting and building relationships, lifelong relationships, and that's that's what it's all about, man. We ain't with all of those celebrity stuff and all of that old funny stuff, man. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So look. I, I gotta ask you this, man, because you, you, you're so, man, I, I just, I love your conversation, man. Like, I'm telling you, like, we got so much stuff to talk about. We didn't even cover half the spectrum, man. But I want to ask you this, and I always ask my guests before we wrap up. Um, if you had an opportunity to speak to a room full of, um, I want to say, inspired actors or inspired people with goals that want to get in the entertainment business or want to do anything man but they just need some some words of, of uplift some encouragement some guidance from somebody uh um who who who've experienced it and you have that opportunity to speak to the this this room full of people what would you tell them I would tell them to look in the mirror, mm -hmm. look at themselves, and see that they're the source of their heaven or hell here on this planet. Right. And make a decision. Just make a decision. Whatever decision you make, go with it. With all your heart and everything that you believe in and your fiber, and make a decision. 
and and I guarantee you, if you make this decision with your heart and your spirit, you will make the right decision. It may be the most, it might be the scariest decision. It might mm -hmm. be the one that scares you to death, but that's usually the right one. Right. And go for it. Go for it full steam ahead because what's going to happen is time is going to pass you anyway. So you might as well be doing something you love to do. Don't chase money, chase greatness. Because money finds greatness every time. Mm. I love that. I love that. I appreciate that, man, for real. I appreciate you. Man, it has been, I'm telling you, it has been an honor. I have enjoyed every minute since we first jumped on this thing. And that just goes to show you when you're having good conversation, time I'm just not, time just not <laughs> on your side. Time, time is not on your side, man. And you know the model, brother. Keep pedaling till the next time I see you again, brother. That's right. Absolutely. Man, listen, I want to um, wish you more blessings, more success in everything that you do, your family, your career, and everything, man. And you definitely got to come back on the Vibe Show, man. Definitely. I will, brother. I will, brother. And I receive all that, man. And I want the same to you, to you and you as well, brother. Keep thank, King. thank you so much, Karan, man. I appreciate you. It's the Vibe Show Podcast. With I am your host, Kano the Don, the Vibe King, and my special guest, the one and only, Karan Joseph Riley. We are out.